Hoi, hoi. Hello for this special Sunday sesh. <sighs> had to do a Sunday episode, guys, because um, we had a few issues during the week. We didn't have any te- technical issues. Technical issues. <laughs> Tell the truth. No, we had um, just a... Alcoholism was an issue. Um, maybe a lovely Wednesday night dinner in the restaurant was good. Mm. Yeah. I did particularly say, no, we're not doing that. We're recording. If people don't know, it was it was Danny's birthday. Which is irrelevant. They're 365 days in a year. They're all the fucking same. 72 years old, so we had to go out and celebrate that and... Fucking younger than you. Yeah, we, we thought we'd go out for a nice meal. and uh, Succulent Chinese meal. <laughs> the first time we thought, we'll try somewhere new. And there's a reason why you stick to the places you like, because the new places can just fuck your night up. Not going to mention the place. but I thought it was, it was really shit, interesting. Shit food, shit service, shit everything it was. No, the food was okay. Should have gone to Nido. Um, that was fucking good. Funny how you take your mum and brother out for dinner the night before... Get get a phone call from your mum three times the next day saying how great the place you chose was. Yeah. Then you take me out for dinner and you serve me up that. Fucking shocking. Clearly you'll like heroin more than you like me. It's quite obvious. (laughs) (laughs) Quite obvious. Anyway, we are on our little Sunday sesh. uh, Let's get into it. Let's get into it because there's been a lot that's gone on uh, on the Saturday night that was. Uh, The Matildas got up in a... In a penalty shootout, um, the <laughs> the Crows lost in a heartbreaker where they, fuck, for the last five minutes they had a lot of footy in that Ford 50, didn't they? Um, Can we just kick a goal, please? Could, yeah, couldn't kick a goal. And then the Dees had two chances to probably nab it with Salem with his long bomb that dropped short, Petrarca's long bomb that was... Could have run another 20 metres, Supposedly Salem. touched. Yeah, Salem could have run in a lot more. Um, the the issue of the goal line technology has reared its head. Um, we'll talk Why about is there goal? No, either I, I won't go off yet. We'll, we'll come back. Uh, also, last night was a absolute demolition derby, and not in the old school demolition derby that we are used to. Another hundred it was pointer, a fucking belting, and that's I dare say probably that would be their worst loss apart from the Sydney one for the year because it's a derby. And they kicked the first two goals of the game. And how many unanswered? 17. 17 unanswered goals after. That's just a fucking shit show. Um, it was also a bit of a pre-game shit show. If you if you didn't see it, I think his name is, is it Brad Hugh or Ben Hugh? Hugh, his name was. We'll call oh, him How. How or Hugh? I think it's Hugh. I think it's How. Either one. He's only played about no, 14 games. it's actually games. Hoff. Is it? Yeah. Fuck me. <laughs> I guess third time. Lucky, H-O-U-G-H? Yeah, that's the one. Yeah. Uh, he was probably the latest out you've ever seen, I think. I don't know. I'd like to see if there is. You should ask Swamp Thing. Who's the latest out ever before a game? Because I think you have. there used to be rules of you had to submit your sides in an hour before, an hour before the game. And then if you make a change from that, it's good. Anyway, he was yeah, like a, a late out. There has been blokes do something in the warm-up mm. that... That get changed, but this he'd been sick all week. He'd had the flu, and then apparently um, he was good to go. He'd been having his inhaler, but then apparently he can have too much inhaler. Well, for water and Yasada or whatever one we fall under. What rules. was it? Ventolin. Ventolin and steroids. Um, so. Steroids. So he's he said to it just happened to be that he brought it up with the club doctor. Going, can you have too much? Because I've 
I think, and then he's like, ah, uh, how many have you had? Apparently, you can only have six <laughs> in in a twenty four hour window on game day. Oh, oh, that's the water. Was from that's what I gathered from the press conference with Simpson. But um, hey, what he had gone over that it's, threshold, it's, and they it's didn't. It's not a good thing to have too much of and give you the shakes. Mm. Because I've done, no, I've not, done that a couple of times. I don't think it gave them the shakes. I just thought it just happened yeah, to no, come no. up in convo with the with the with the doctor because they were like, "Hey, feeling because you've been you've been uh, been crook all week," and uh, he said that, and then they were like, "Hang on, you can't. You can't we need play to check your... this." Um, that's why they actually delayed the start of the game. They were like, players were out in the field going, "Why haven't we started?" And the umpires were. Oh, I thought they were out. just watching the Matildas. No, no. And do you know what happened? They had to get. I think it was Jesse Williams, the player, was sitting up in the third tier having a pie. M- munching on a hot dog. <laughs> I had to say, mate. Uh, 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 you're in, champ. Put that four and 20 down, come down, we'll have to get you some boots and some clothes and you got to play. He would have been like, fuck. So, great game prep. Great game prep. Just a, a nice pie in the gut. Oh, I'd like to see his stats. Imagine he had a, imagine he kicked five or six. You'd be like, I'm smashing a pie two minutes before the game every week. But let's kick it off. There was a... the. Should we even kick off with footy or should we go to no, go the, the world game? I didn't actually see it, so you're going to have to. I watched most of it. I didn't I, watch the game, I only watched the shootout. Oh, well, the game was... I came here for a shootout. <laughs> well, the, I, I still find it interesting that they didn't start with Sam Kerr because when she came on, that's when they started to get a heap of chances. Could have won it in regulation maybe if they had her on from the start. Who knows? Um, but I went to the extra time and penalties and... I think that's the reason why there's an uproar with the MCG. Did you hear what happened? The screens cut out at the game. And it yeah. said, change to your streaming devices if you want to watch it. And everyone cracked yeah. the shits. And it's like, but, that's what they always if, said. But if the morons at the ground didn't know that that was going to happen, that's on them. Because yeah. I knew that was going to happen. Yeah, but you're a, you're a Twitter troller and a Am Facebook I? Feeder and a new sports, I heard, I heard sports that on news the radio. nuffer, you will call you. I heard that on the radio. So. Oh, did you? Yep. I didn't. I don't. Do anyone listen to the radio anymore? Yeah. yeah. I, I do. <laughs> well, the, the game cut out, but fuck me. Uh, pen, penalties. What is it? 10? Did it go to 10? So 20 yep. shots? That's a huge, huge and long one. Op- opening one from the, uh, from the Chooks was saved. The Chooks? By it. Yeah, well, they got a rooster on their shirt, so I assume they're chooks. You talk about the French. The frogs, yeah. Frogs. Yep. Cross us any fuckwits. Yes. Uh, they, <laughs> they, uh... Oh, oh Caesar. <laughs> Someone walking past the pub with a trumpet on. Talk I've seen everything now. Um, Bugle bump. Yeah, so they've gone in and they've, they've won on penalties, and I'd had to check with you, I don't... Because um, there's no point checking the internet anymore because you know everything. And you said that's the first Australian team to ever get this far, this far in a World Cup Correct. game. Yep. Holy dooly, wowee, boy oh boy. Um, fuck, the the reactions on social media see everyone everywhere. Um, just people in watch parties, Federation Square, people in homes celebrating. And if you read some comments, of we people, do love jumping on board. We, oh, a bit the, of success when there's a bandwagon. There's there's murder happening to get on the bandwagon, yeah. and I've never seen it as such as it was last night. People actually, all, all I, got, I got a Snapchat from one of our our favourite listeners, Daniel Hardy, wearing a Matilda's um, shirt and scarf on, saying "Go Tillies." I, I laughed so hard <laughs> when I got that because um, 
I don't think he he must have purchased it yesterday. Uh, must have. It had to have been because I've never seen him watch any sort of soccer before in his life. So there's a bandwagoner there. But um, the the one thing that I've noticed in in all the comments of some people overseas, especially a couple of Australians saying I was watching it on the ABC live stream updates because I couldn't find somewhere to watch it in France because they didn't seem to even think it was on. No, not even on. Couldn't have given a fuck about it, which is shows. Uh, I think people need to get off the back of, oh, we don't support the women's sport enough here because it's quite evident that they fucking do. Oh, we got just, one bloke that was on the field. support the good stuff, like the Matildas. We, we got one bloke that was on the field celebrating that wants, wants a national holiday. Oh, you're my Albo. Like, like, go on the early crow. Now, firstly, if you want an extra public holiday, yeah. well, get rid of one that you've already got. Shouldn't just be able to just come up with a new public holiday because you're trying to buy some buy some votes. Hey, public holiday adding a public holiday is good for people who just don't want to do nothing. Workers and, and all that type of stuff. But, but the people who but, run businesses, who pays for that public holiday, Albo? But uh Fuck with. But that wasn't the worst thing he did this week. <laughs> Being on the field after the game celebrating. Oh. I'm just like, who is this bloke? Like Opportunity, like, PR opportunity like, with like my I'm, scarf on. I'm more than happy for you to be at the game and, and celebrate and uh, get off the ground. No, he's a fucking sap. Get off the ground. You speak to anyone, no one voted for him, but apparently... Oh, someone did. Someone did. <laughs> but uh, let's, let's actually talk about the game. Um, well, I haven't got much to talk about, but went to penalties. It was thrilling. Great result. You know who we face next in a couple of nights? Um, no. England. Ah, the ah. torn froms. Jeez, be good to fucking knock them off. I'd just to just to give it to the pommies. Yeah, just, just to feed it to just, them as usual. Just on the back of the ashes. So, Retention. Oh, another dominance over a foe. Like we yeah. we've never been able to do it in anything like soccer. But uh sorry, football. Um, but wouldn't that be a big uh, stick it up your ass mm. and, and enjoy it? But uh the Matildas will play at some point this week. I don't think have they said the, the night. Is it Thursday? I've got no idea. Or something? I Maybe. haven't watched, apart from the shootout yesterday, I haven't watched any of the tournament. Might have to watch that with my girls. But uh, two other big games that were on last night. Two games decided both by five points, I think, wasn't it? Crows and... I think Adelaide was six, wasn't it? Um, yes, because we were going for a draw. Correct. Uh, Adelaide at one point... Um, it was a great game that... The, the, the game with Adelaide and Brisbane because I just thought it was a real shootout and Brisbane skipped ahead. Then Adelaide showed some fucking great fight in that last quarter to come back and it looked like Brisbane had run out of puff. And like legit, they were, they and were like on in their the third knees. quarter. Their clearance dominance oh. was like just all we couldn't get near it. Dawson hardly had a touch in the mm. third, but then in the last, it was. Polar opposites came alive. What about um, uh, Charlie Cameron? Every time I looked up, I kept seeing him going for goal or having a mark. And I was like, fuck, he must have kicked five or six. And he had only kicked two at that point. And I was like, but he was just involved yep. so much. And they, Adelaide just had absolutely no answer for Cameron. Um, but some of the. I was actually surprised they changed. Uh, they went with the change of Nan Curvis going on him 
and Maxi Michelini coming off because I was like, well, just leave the kid on him. Like, oh, he was just getting. Well, I I just didn't think anyone else could could do any better. But, yeah, but uh, I think he he was just for a, he's so crafty and the way he knows where to run, um, how to get into that front position. You saw a couple of times. He wasn't in position, but the last second had stepped in and got a certain sideways movement on Michelani. And it's like, that's just pure, pure experience and got him there. But um, Brisbane got the job done without really their big guns firing. Dunkley had 16 posies, fucked up everyone's same game multi, no doubt. Lockie Neal um, didn't not, fire that big a shot. Not, not, not huge and, for his output. And that's their clearance. Their, yeah. Yet, yet they dominated the clearances for the that. Cluggage was. Cluggage, yeah. So. Um, I think Brisbane are just. This is the problem. You. This is the frustrating thing you'd probably have as a Brisbane supporter is, they have the nucleus to be the number one team by a they're, mile. They're, but their good is. Their good is brilliant. Yeah. And uh, and sometimes but, unstoppable. But it just. But they don't do it yeah. over four quarters, no. do they? Like last night proved again, they should have they should have ripped Adelaide apart halfway through that third quarter towards the end of three quarter time. Yeah. They'd hit what a twenty five point lead, and really were starting to cruise. And Adelaide, they let Adelaide back in, and, and they I, do that. I they got give a teams flurry a of messages uh, late in the third. Oh, it's all over! At, like queuing the rack from all these alleged Crow supporters. I'm like, oh. I looked at the ladder this morning. If Adelaide had won, would have jumped to seventh. Mm. Now they're sitting thirteenth with possible drop to fourteenth, depending on how Richmond go today. <laughs> Unbelievable it's season. Fun, it's funny you bring up the ladder. Mm. Had a whilst I was listening to the wireless. This week, I know you think no one does, but... You actually don't. You actually listen to your SEN pod app, don't you? It's still a wireless. <laughs> okay. No wires on it. I yeah, know. Um, uh, and a Carlton supporter rang in. Jared was going nuts about the ladder predictor. He's in his element on his ladder predictor at the moment. And uh bloke said, oh, I've done the ladder predictor. Long-suffering Carlton fan. And, uh, yeah, we could be second... Carlton. Or we could be 14th. I've done a few different options. And we finish the season either 2nd or 14th. Who said that? Oh, some bloke ringing oh, really? in who done the... He goes, right, everything goes our favour. This could be the case. Everything goes against us. This could be the case. Oh, over the last mix, three games. Mix, mix it up a bit. This will be the case. And and he had there <laughs> was there was 2nd to 14th in, in... Like in three weeks. I, last night when I looked at it and I said Melbourne, uh, sorry, Carlton's coming to the third favourite for the flag at six. Laughable. Well, no, no I, I I said that at the time. I was like seriously, but I've looked at their last eight weeks. They've beaten Adelaide. Uh, sorry, they've eight, Adelaide. They did they've beat beat, Adelaide. No, no, they've beaten Collingwood. They've now beaten Melbourne with the help of goal line technology, and or lack thereof, <laughs> lack thereof, or and they've beat so they've gone Collingwood, Melbourne, and Port. So there's your top four. They've knocked off. I don't think they knocked off Brisbane. Did they knock off Brisbane? No. Uh, no, they got done by Brisbane heavily up there. Maybe in the at the start of the year. So they've they've done what they needed to do to get where they are where they're at. And there's a couple of games during the year that they lost very closely. If they'd won, but them. we know why they've come in so much. Why? Well, there's a lot of cash when it comes <laughs> to current supporters. Yeah, but you have to, to. You can't bet with cash on sports, but you can on the TAB. Get to your local pub. Um, the, yeah, the the eight weeks you can't you can't knock what's what they've done. But how the fuck did they turn it around? Because they before they started this run, 
they were on their knees and people wanting Voss's oh, head. Calling for his head. Calling for his head, begging yeah. for his head. Those, they were not those same Those same fuckwits are, are leading, the, leading the band now going, oh, yeah. oh Vossy. But this is we, This is when you and me went to Melbourne to watch the Adelaide Carlton. Sorry, the Melbourne Carlton mm. game, and that was a not the same Mel. That was not the same Carlton team that they played ten weeks ago. Me- then Me- again, Melbourne that, were pretty the same, yeah, ne- because Melbourne were ordinary that night, and they were just as ordinary last night. Oh, I didn't think they were ordinary. It was a very highly contested game. Did you watch it? Oh, I didn't. I turned it off at halftime. Oh, okay. and then watched the last four minutes. <laughs> but you've got an opinion on how the whole game was. Well. It was. Why, why would I keep watching it if they serve up that shit in the first half? Lloyd, he said it was game of the year this morning. Oh, fucking please. Obviously didn't watch it, so you can't really well, take I, I just, it. What did I just say? You watched a half. Yeah. yeah, and then I watched the last four minutes. The last four minutes was better than the first half. Uh, I think you uh, didn't watch it closely enough. It was first a very half was shit. It was contested footy, mate. Two shit fucking teams. <laughs> you've got no idea. You, you've become the nuff of Ebberstown, not the mayor of Ebberstown. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> what is your just because just, um, just because I'm not Melbourne's number one fan like you? Like, I'm Melbourne's sorry, number one fan. Oh, you sound like it. Fucking, you, you seemed to cheer a lot at the grand final. Fucking eighteen months ago, didn't you? Did I? Yeah. Oh, I'm not sure that I was cheering very much. Oh, you were cheering a lot, champ. You were definitely in the fucking supporters category. You oh, weren't there as a neutral. I tell you right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, what did you expect me to barrack for the Bulldogs, sitting next to you at the grand final? The type of bloke you are, it didn't it did cross my mind. Violent individual like you, you would have taken to me. <laughs> yeah. What uh, the end result obviously has got a lot of people talking, and in the end, the umpire who the only person that can make that best decision was the guy umpire on the line. Yeah. What are they are? Uh, what are they instructed? To do. This is because it gets grey, doesn't it? Because I would have thought you're there to adjudicate whether it's a goal or behind. It can only be a behind if you absolutely think it got touched. Mm. Now, are you are they told to go it's a goal unless you absolutely th- saw it was touched? Or or is it a behind if you, side of course if you then we'll think, like, like, because you know, in cricket, they're told it goes a certain way. You, there's benefit, and, and um, that, that's that's fine though, because the cricket has technology to completely and utterly dissect what an umpire like calls actual reasonable yeah. standard. And of this is technology. where this is where it is an issue because I I don't know if that's what they're instructed, but you can all, you can understand why a goal umpire would err on the side of caution when. There's so much on the line. If that was in the first quarter, would he have maybe just gone, we'll give it a goal, or oh, it could have been touched, we'll overturn it? Maybe. But the problem is our technology is not either get rid of it completely and leave it up to the umpire. If he calls it a behind, well, then it's a behind. You just I, live with I've it. I've been saying for a while, this has got stuff all to do with Channel 7 or Fox. Mm. You're talking about an adjudication of the game. That needs to be a separate lot of cameras. Yeah. That... Seven and Fox need the feed to those cameras so they Correct. can show it. But they need to be separate cameras cameras that are run by the AFL. But how, do you, how do you tell... Well, for starters, why do we have the cameras at that... Why do we have just one set of camera at that level? Why don't we go up the post another five metres and look 
down uh, on uh, the contest uh, on the goal line uh, where we uh, seem uh, to have the uh, fucking issues. Yeah. Like, could we have a cable across the goal line yeah. that's, I don't know. And just, and just quietly, any danger of getting some of the uh, cameras that can be extremely high def and you can slow it down frame by frame like you can see on ESPN and like, everyone else like around the be, fucking world? There should be... And cameras at different heights in the post yeah. should be maybe three cameras per post. It's the, it's the one area. At different posts and a wire above with a camera looking down at the goal line. It's the one area that you, it should be invested more because that's where all the issues seem to come. Yes, there might be one where players on the field, they say they touched it and they watch it and they don't know if it diverts and they swear they touched it. On, on the, the goal line is where you can on, actually... On, on the footy show this morning, they replayed... a. ABC radio interview in the Carlton rooms after the game. March of Bank. March yeah. Bank. And uh, there was a poor when they said, oh, now was it... Tim Lane's fi- such a good journalist. Was, was it fingertips? Yeah. Fingertips? Was it forearm? What, so what, did, what did you touch I, it with? <laughs> I actually thought if it touched anything, it might have touched his boot. But but they kept on cutting off the replay. I, I didn't see the ball yeah. sort of... Um, but Addy paused and went, ah... Oh, Finger? Oh, it was uh, yeah, no fingertips, and uh, you know, noses. I was just, I was just hoping that they called it anything that touched it, and I'm like, you yeah, definitely, definitely didn't touch didn't it. Touch it. Um, look, it's it's something that's going to come back to. It's it's actually quite brutal because now Melbourne might lose, might not get a home final if results don't go their way. If they lose their last, if they win their last two. And results go their way from other teams. Like Collingwood plays Brisbane this week, so you'd, they'd probably be wanting Collingwood to win. But Port play GWS, ah. Richmond, and Frio. So, yep. the, and Mel, so Melbourne need to win their last two and get some results to go their way to finish top two now. So. I don't know whether I said it last week. I can seriously not see Port winning another game. I mean, the, the out, the, the, apparently everyone's fucking got the flu again look, this look week. Look, this week, and, and Gastro again this week. And is it a Twilight game this other? It's the last one. Yeah. So GWS quite clearly have shown that they're more than capable of beating anyone this year too. And they've got winning, winning form at Adelaide Oval. Hey, bar, bar, bar North Melbourne and West Coast. And even North Melbourne pushed Essendon the last – or pushed them yesterday, but the last five or six weeks they've pushed teams. This has got to be the most even the comp's been in a long time. Like yeah. From even now with, with Melbourne, well, Melbourne going like down, that Carlton going down. to the radio the other day. Yeah. Second to 14th. I think with, it's with three three rounds to go in the season, like it's and everyone used to everyone comes up with this saying you can't win the flag outside the top four. And yes, history shows it's, it's rare. It's rare, but, but I think this but it's year happened. this year is the most I can see anyone finishing in that eight. Yeah, and winning it. Well, Ge- well Ge- there's teams not in the eight that could win the flag. Geelong two weeks ago were fifth. Yeah, they're now at twelfth. Sydney. Was four, 15th three week, uh, five weeks ago, three weeks ago, I think. They're now sixth. It's incredible. Like, it, the AFL couldn't have pictured a better end to this season. And Huge. you know what is now going is, to, is just making me want to vomit even more? We've got this amazing finish to the season, and then we have to wait a week before we can lead into finals. The fucking buy. This is the, this is the one year that you wouldn't want to buy because it's so much momentum sure. with everyone. But Do you agree with having a week off anywhere in the... During the season? Or? No, no, like 
anywhere in that. So we have it before the finals now. But I understand why they do it because, and it Sh- is good sh- for. Should I it be the, between the prelim and the grand final? Nah, no, nah. That year it happened. That's was, wor- That's worse. Uh, yeah, waiting that two weeks. Even though I was happy to wait the two weeks because it meant I could get to Perth. But it, it that wait between the grand final and prelim, I think, is just is deadly unless you're going to do. Yeah, do something in that weekend, whether it be a state of origin or an all-stars game without everyone. But it's almost you're just filling something for something's sake of it. You're not actually doing it. Um, Like, if there was more relationship between the state leagues and that, that having a showcase state league grand final weekend and maybe Brownlow medal on the Saturday night rather than the Monday night. Well, yeah. I mean, you could have... um, if, if the whole AFL and the State Leagues actually sat down and worked together, which they don't, you could have your State League grand finals that weekend so they get all the attention and then the AFL is the final piece of the puzzle. Look at the Sandful. You know how the Sandful grand final is always a week after the AFL grand final? Yeah, but that's changed now. Oh, has it? Yeah, a couple of years ago. That uh, So it's before? Grand, grand finals now, prelim, the, because the AFL went, no... AFL Grand Final is the final football thing. And that's what it always And that's what it should be. And that's what I'm saying. Like, you could have that weekend. But the reason why, I think, from a player point of view, from them, I dare say they would love the buy before the finals because they can rest up and have genuinely get their bodies right because it's taxing AFL. And remember, it only came in because Ross Lyon didn't pick blokes in the last round for Fremantle. So so it was like, oh, if we bring in the buy, then... They will be playing, but... but they st- I've st- I've, they've still rested players when teams are... Exactly. You think Collingwood aren't going to rest a player leading into that if, they, if they're if they on a 50-50? And it's not it's not as if it's unprecedented having having weeks off. Mm. Because in a five-team final draw, you finish top, you have the week, week off, yeah. first week, and then you win the second semi, you have the... You have the prelim final look. But what this buy does is, and it has shown over the last three or four years, the teams who win the first week and go through and have a week off and play in a prelim have actually, I think they're a, a below even record. Yeah, the, right. The teams who didn't have the buy have ended up winning that prelim. So In, in the old five? No, no, in, in the last like three or four years when they started bringing in this pre-finals buy then the team who, who wins and gets a bye again and goes through to a prelim oh. have genuinely struggled or... I'll, I'll go through the stats again, but it's... It, last year was the case. Um, well, who was top last year? Who finished top? Didn't Geelong finish top? Yeah. Did they? Pretty sure. I don't think I did. Oh, maybe I did. Who did Sydney play? Collingwood. Yeah. So Collingwood won, went straight through and then... Well, no, Sydney. No, won. Sydney played in the grand final. Correct. All Currently, right. we've got both grand finalists not in. The, or actually, no, Sydney winning yesterday. They are in the eight now. My my scenario I was just talking to has just didn't been debunked within three minutes. So within three seconds. So yeah, well done, Luke. Fuck with um, Sydney. It's pretty harsh on yourself there, mate. Sydney is that uh, they're now side people aren't going to want to see in finals. They, they played brilliant footy yesterday. Demolished. Not demolished Gold and, Coast, and, but... And two weeks ago, awful. Awful. Against... Um, no, no, they belted Freo over there, sorry. Um, 
Sydney is just... Yeah. But, but in the last month, have shown signs of... I think of, they've won six, but, six in a row now. Have they? Yeah. That's why they've just kept climbing, climbing. Since the draw, well, they had the draw the Geelong in there. Oh. And when that, tell, when tell that what, draw that, happened, I said, what, oh, that, that that's, that's both of them three, dead. Three hours of my life, I'll never get back. <laughs> that was awful. But that's since that draw... Well, I thought that draw was going to be the nail in the coffin for both sides. Yet yeah, they've they've gone on these great runs. Geelong's kept winning. Everyone's kept winning. So they've won. To, they've won yesterday. They won. Uh, who they beat the week before? They've beaten. They beat Essendon in an absolute close one. They beat Fremantle over there. They beat the Bulldogs. They beat Richmond. And they had the draw with Geelong. So and prior to the draw with Geelong. Uh, they belted the piss out of West Coast from 205 to 34. That was oh. almost their, their catalyst because they'd lost to Brisbane prior to that. And then... Yeah, but that brought them... Yeah. So that Brisbane's their last loss. They've had a draw, but Brisbane was their last loss and that was in like round 14, 13. Wowee. Wowee, wowee, backaboo. Round 14. So Sydney are absolutely humming. Um, yeah, so it's... So it's going to be uh, it's going to be an interesting final series, but uh, Collingwood looked like they were going to shit the bed again Friday night. Geelong were all over them. Well, not all over them. The first quarter, the second half of the first quarter, they kicked away, and then seemingly didn't touch the footy for two more quarters. And then more, like more goes off at the last, uh, the latter stages of the first quarter, and gets subbed yeah. at quarter time. Now and then you're thinking, then you're thinking, oh. Geez, there's another thing to go against Collingwood after, you know, issues during the week or injuries the week before. So, so Darcy Moore, um, you've watched that replay. He grabs it, he grabs it high up the hammy and he pulls up real quick. And they've said, like, he knew straight away he'd done it and he'd done it the decently. Ball, but the ball was coming in and he's just walked, like, the walked ball's off. coming into the Geelong forward line and he's walked off. Like, you know it's pretty serious when... Yeah. When you're just walking off and the ball's coming in, like now they've assessed him and said he will be back for finals. Did they say? They said minor round season done. Yeah, that's only two weeks plus you buy three weeks. That's just a standard hammy. By the looks of that, it didn't look like your standard hammy. It looked like. And at the end of the game, they were like, "Oh, just a bit of awareness." Yeah, hamstring awareness. (laughs) Yep. So they didn't say it was a tear. Ah, and I'm I'm going on an interview with actually Moore himself. Oh, really? Like it's just yeah, just fucking hell. Well, if you think uh, if you think there was a couple of umpiring issues, oh, the other umpiring issue that uh, with the D's and Carlton game. That uh, was uh, if you don't bring up the trip, if if it's something other than trip, uh, um, d- is is tripping not a rule anymore? Nope, mustn't uh, be. Van Royen. Damn near broke both his legs. All this taking the legs out. Uh, it was... <laughs> did you see Van Royen stand? I'm like, uh, you know, did you not see that? You know, the worst... The, even worse than the actual piece of umpiring there yeah. was the rubbish commentary. But I don't know who the morons were that Channel 7 had commentating. Uh, your mate, McLaughlin. Um, what? B, BT wasn't there? No. No. Daisy. But, Daisy, I think, brought it up. Uh, Daisy you? brought it up. Yeah. Like, she was like, well, I'm pretty sure he took his legs out. Like, it, and Definitely uh, true. Like, and, but they're going, oh, how's that desperation from Chinkotta? It's like, 
It's illegal. <laughs> Come to shit. But uh, if we're going to talk about those instances, we've got to talk about the absolute glaring fuck-ups on Friday night, which one, umpire, one of the calls, the umpire department came out and said, we'll, oh, we'll back the umpires I'd in. I'd actually forgotten about And then the other oh. one they said, yeah, nah, definitely got it wrong. First one was the mark that was taken in the Row 20. Bay 13. <laughs> Anyone could see it. Now, you've, this is what is even more amazing. Is there not two boundary umpires now? Or is it still just one? Uh, there's two, yeah. On each side? Yep. So with two boundary umpires, yep. they still couldn't see that that was 78 metres outside now, the line. Now, marked it. in that situation, it's really only one that's officiating that because generally he's... He, when the ball's yeah. coming in like that, he's behind the play. So, so the and the other ones and further behind him. The AFL department, which is their lack of at the moment, said, "Oh, the camera angles made it look like it was um, more out than it looked, and we'll back our now, umpires in." Now, could I just say that is actually the case a lot of the time? Yes, sometimes, most times. You only have to see the still shot. Of Jeremy Cameron <laughs> as he's walking back. A couple of Collingwood fans are saying, oh, hello, Jeremy, how are you tonight? <laughs> and he's got the biggest smile on his face. He knew he was sitting in row 20. He couldn't believe that he was... He almost was throwing the ball back to the boundary umpire. But the second one, which is the most telling, because if which, that... Which, funnily enough, also included Jeremy, Jeremy Cameron's Cameron. fingerprints. Um, the second one was... Like so obvious that it's almost. I'd hate to ever say cheating, <laughs> but that's how bad it was. When oh. somebody can handball, the moment you handball a ball, that is play when you, on. When you're two meters over the boundary line, handballs it to a guy standing still, two meters over said boundary line. Uh, for starters, Brad Close brain melt. Secondly, no. brilliant by Brad Close. Secondly. Jeremy Cameron can't understand Call, it either because calling he was for calling it. for it two meters out the boundary. That's two. What the fucks? The third one that the umpire could have easily have said, "No, nah, we we fucked up. Come back." Uh, one of the other umpires could have said, "Ah, that was out of bounds. You need to overturn that." Just proceeded to let it go and call it a goal. And I heard someone say, "Oh, but just as boundary umpires can't pay free kicks." The field umpire can't adjudicate whether it's over the line or not. It's like... How? He can adjudicate that. He can absolutely adjudicate that. He's standing right there next to the bloke on the mark. How any umpire can't adjudicate anything on the ground is still something that's probably our game, which is stupid. Because in soccer, you've got the, the one in the middle, right? And what do the line judges do? They call offside, they, but yep. if they see a foul, but they see and, and flags they, up. Yeah, they go they go in and they on their little mics, they'll be like rugby league's the same. The touch the, touch judge gives the referee advice on on what occurred in. It's it's astounding, but yep. the fact that the AFL, um, sorry, the fact that not one umpire on the field goes, hang on, let's have a look at this. But then what sitting in row twenty and receive oh, a handball? What about the other thing? How does the arc not go, um, you need to have a look at this, that was out of well, bounds? Well, the arc 
doesn't look at it because I know, because it's not too. it's not in the rules to look at it. But the arc looks at every goal after it in between before they bowl up, and if they if they see an issue there, they call it back. Yeah, but it, yeah, but they're not allowed to look at that. But I'm I, part I, of it. I know. Oh. I'm saying, how is the arc not then looking at that? No, well, nothing should go to the arc anyway because the arcs is fucking rickety as fucking Noah's arc. <laughs> like, like until we get actual. Proper technology, the ark should be sunk. I, I was, I was, I was, it would be good to play it, but uh, if anyone follows the um, the sushi mango boys, very very good Carlton fella. Uh, sorry, Melbourne supporters, and his his spray last Jeez, night. That was a bit of racial home. profiling, saying he's a Carlton fella. <laughs> his his spray last night in the car driving home is hilarious, and he does it in the funniest way too. And then this morning he's filmed himself out at the soccer said, Hello everyone. I was a little bit emotional last night. And good work, Carlton. Uh, yeah, I'm feeling better today. Yeah. It's yeah, hilarious. He did say last night, Well done, Carlton. His issue wasn't with Carlton. AFL, get some fucking cameras. So yeah, the arc is useless. The goal line technology is useless. All around, I think, was useless. Um, one little one yesterday that would have, if you. Don't get little tears watching it. Was Cunnington kicking one of his two goals yesterday in his final game? Now it's. I did find it. I didn't find it weird, but he's been in and out of the side. But he's played yesterday, yep. and he said that's it. That's my final game. So he's not going to play the last the yep. two games. Um, he maybe hasn't been in their best twenty-two, and he was dropped. But if there was ever a team that said no, we're giving you a game, whether you're good or not. Yeah, you're in our best twenty-two or not, you're getting it. And he was probably their best player yesterday. Apart the from only Markey. the only thing stopping you is hamstring pulled off the bone. Yeah, that's the only reason we're not picking you a lot. He he had um, double more than anyone in in clearances yesterday. Yeah. Um, and kick, like that's his bat, and yeah. that's been his bag. His bread and butter, and he kicked kicked two goals, had twenty-five touches. If there's a way to go out, that's a brilliant way, and. Yeah. If you if you've been living under a rock the last few years, you realise he's battled cancer twice. Yep. Um, is it twice or once? A couple of times. Just a couple of times. Like Doherty did it twice, or was it just the once? Uh sorry. Yeah, Doherty was twice. Maybe. Anyway, he, he anyway came he out to, with a the W there. He had to fight to come back last year and play at the end of the year, and um, to see to see him come to have that game yesterday. They're, they're the ones you want to see at the end of the year when you if your team's on finals or anything. You enjoy watching those ones. Actually, but, uh, I saw a good irrelevant stat leading into his final game. Yeah. Yeah. He, um, so he he made his de- so yesterday was his two hundred and thirty seventh and final game for the Roos. Yeah. Two thirty seven. I'll write that down. So, um, coached by Alistair Clarkson in his final game. Coached by Clarko. Yep. Okay. Um, against this, where, a, this against a team coached by Brad Scott. Yeah. Brad Scott was his coach for his debut against Hawthorne. Yeah. Coached by Alistair Clarkson. Oh, there we go. What's the, that's almost like a Cameron Mooney's by the oh, numbers. Oh, nu- numerology. Numerology. Um, so the 237 had nothing to do with your thing? Nah. Nah. Okay, nah. I'll scribble that out. That means fuck yeah. all. Um, yeah. Well, that's uh, a very interesting little stat no, you I got. Can't, there, I can't get number 10 out of uh, 237. Well, if we're going to do a little quick episode, because we're going to do another episode during the week yep. to make to make up, and 
Um, let's just figure out what your tips are for the rest of the day then. GWS in the, the last game. Who are they playing? Port. Oh, shock. You didn't even have to ask you who's, who, they're, who, uh, who they're playing. Uh, we have... St Kilda Richmond. This is a fucking huge game for Bulldogs. A, oh! Because Hawthorne have just knocked off um, Collingwood last week uh, at the G. They're now going home to... They're going home and, to their and, fortress in and Tassie. I'm, and I'm not even sure... Are the Bulldogs as good as where they're sitting? Oh, they're just so hot and cold. But they, they lose today. If St Kilda win, GWS win, they not only drop out, they were sitting sixth or even fifth a couple of weeks. No, sixth last week. They'll drop out of the eight and be sitting tenth. That is such an important game from which they would have looked on there thinking we might put that down as a win towards the end of the year. Yep. Fuck no now. That's a massive game. But, and Hawth- but, and whilst Hawthorne won last week, Hawthorne been good for probably three weeks. Like. Yeah, they've been they've played a lot of good halves and yep. then they've dropped out. But then St Kilda Richmond as well. That's a I mean Richmond that, can that and that's all dependent on on what Richmond turn up because they they're hot and cold. They're goods very good. Well, Richmond when they go to forty two points, which is equal with Geelong. Oh, that's what uh, we had during the week. Um, uh, blah, 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 Trent Cochin pulled the pin. Oh yeah, the. Great Brownlow medalist. Great Brownlow medalist. <laughs> He's had a good career. Yeah. There's been a few announcements this week. Who else was there? It was Shuey as well. Shuey's done. Yeah. Shuey and Hearn out. You could probably, you'd think if Nick Nat comes to some sort of a financial agreement, he'll be retiring too, but I still can't believe that contract. Um, so there's a few retirements. You're going to see a few more over the coming weeks. All right, so who's your three tips today? Uh, three tips today. I'm going to do a three games, three legs, three three leg multi. I'm actually going to take the Hawks. Yep, we're sitting around two fifty. Um, fuck, this is a tough one. Um, Richmond and St Kilda. I'm going to go with Saints, even though no, I don't really rate them. Uh, is Dusty back? Yes. No, I'm going Richmond. Hawthorne. Into Richmond. Actually, hang on. I said yes then. I've got no idea. Haven't seen Richmond's team. Fuck, I'm going Richmond anyway, just to make make the, the eight even closer at the end of the year because <laughs> it'll be so entertaining. So I'm going to go Hawthorne into Richmond into the Giants at Adelaide here. So that's three roughies. Well, I will go... I don't rate the doggies at all, but I'll go doggies. Oh, oh, you don't rate them. And we've just spoken about how... Hawthorne knocked off Collingwood Then you're going to go the doggy It's interesting Oh yeah but I can't just Tip the same as you um, <laughs> I'm going doggies I was really happy when you said You were taking um, St Kilda Because I'm definitely taking Richmond Definitely taking Richmond yep. So I'll go doggies into Richmond Into J- what's it? Alright so for my return On that one for a, for a pineapple Hawthorne into Richmond to GWS Will net you $691 if you happen to listen to this episode before it kicks off, which you're probably not going to be able to, then uh, place your bets. All right, mate. Should, well, I, should I do the same here? You do what you bing, want. Bing, bing, bing. <laughs> we are on here, mate, so if you mm. can do it quick and talk like I did. Oh, you're my hero. <laughs> well, good little Sunday sesh. Hope if you're listening to it tonight, maybe we've tipped the winners, maybe we've looked like fuckwits, but... Uh, Big, uh, big, big couple of weeks coming up to shape this eight because it is nowhere near. Nail-biting stuff. 
it's actually become more confusing than it actually has. Actually given more legs to the teams that, like I thought Friday night, oh, that's Geelong. That's Geelong season done. They're, they're done. They're, the draw hurts them. Yeah. But, but I was like, their season's over. Yeah. They're still... Uh, yeah, we look yeah. at their plan. No, when we say when we start saying mathematically possible, it's generally just one win. There, their, their percentage is so good. Their percentage is one hundred nine, one hundred eighteen. So if they can have a couple in front that lose, like if the one, doggies lose one, today, once that's again, huge. Once again, Adelaide's percentage is the thing. Even Adelaide, I think Adelaide done just with the teams above them. So are, negative. No, I'm just, just realistic. But they are they are playing West Coast. And yeah, but the, but the teams above them are. All shaky. <laughs> let's uh, let's roll into the the end of the season hot. It's going to be good. Chat to you Wednesday, folks. See you later. Farewell, Lukey. Have a great day. Bye.